0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: We got a little bit of breaking news in the National Football League, and then we'll get back to B squared, B squared, and we'll get to our baseball futures awards. Uh, baseball is that right? Futures awards. I was reading the screen. That, that's right, right? Futures bets. Uh, the, well, like yeah, just
0: like futures or yeah, futures World Series MVP, whatever.
1: You know, uh, Al futures for the American League. Yeah, stuff that's going uh, to happen in the future. So, so it's all coming up in a little bit. Um, but here's the news. Um, remember a couple couple days ago when uh. All the reports said that uh, Denver released Randy Gregory, who was like a free agent bust for the Denver Broncos. Well, surprise. Apparently, they didn't. Apparently, all the insiders were wrong again. Uh, because Denver has traded Randy Gregory to the 49ers, and now it's like, oh, well, they, they actually, they never formally released him, despite all the tweets that said that they had a couple days ago. Whatever. So Randy Gregory goes to San Francisco. Like, a uh, great trade for the Niners, who are just like, that That defensive line in the pass rush is crazy. Now it's like another like proven pass rusher. My senses, and I don't know this, but I wouldn't be surprised if reporting came out on it, is that San Francisco outbid Dallas to get Randy Gregory. Gregory obviously started his career in Dallas, and yep. then at the 11th hour chose the Broncos offer over the Cowboys offer last last offseason. So Randy Gregory traded from the Broncos to the 49ers and the Broncos company line is quote, we want to get more playing time for our young players. I will translate that for everyone. We know that we stink this year, so let's get our young players some experience so we can be better next year. That is the Nick Costos translation of the Broncos company line. But for now, let's get back to uh, P-squared, B-squared for the two teams that played last night on Thursday Night Football, the Commanders and the Bears. And I guess, Ken, my last question for now on the Bears and Vikings, then we'll do the Falcons and the Commies. Um, what number would you bet Minnesota up to? You said you made it six. We're sitting like three and a half, four. Let's say Sunday night this is five and a half for people, or it's six for people Uh what are you doing if that's the case and 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 would uh, you would, just bet minnesota yeah. three and a half on, on on sunday night if that's there
0: yeah i i would and i wouldn't bet it to hold it i would just bet it to try to trade it because i just think it wouldn't be that later in the week i really just i it really would make no sense to me if it was so like this is uh this none of this has anything to do with like football or what's going to happen in the game because there's a really good argument for like the Vikings have a bad defense and if the field's offense is going to look like this the game can be fun and competitive and close and all of that stuff is true but like that generally won't actually be what like the number is that'll just be the talk about the game and how you think the game's going to play out and there are some teams that are suited to play close games and some that aren't uh just if if the Vikings and you're right that the Vikings Chiefs number like the Vikings really might just close a three-point dog to Mahomes that really might happen and somehow like whatever is built into that some of it even if it's not all of it some of it has to be applicable to the next week's game in terms of how we feel about minnesota and so if that's true like i wouldn't you know like if you want to go bet, the th- so for example like we were in the break and i go look if you want to buy to trade like i don't like minnesota in the game football wise like at all because i don't like them period this year but like the three and a half is really really likely to improve in your favor and it's really unlikely to move against you And just think about how many players got injured for the Bears last night, too. Their injury report's going to be really rosy coming up this week? Probably not. Maybe they get guys back. Maybe they lose other players. And so, you know, like, if you bet three and a half right now, are you making a bet that I think is likely to improve? Yes. Yeah, definitely. First of all, a number at another book is four and a half. Like, the two, like, domestics that that have look ads. So right away, you're almost like, which one's off market? I think the lowest one, given that's just how the Bears have been rated so far this year. So it's just like... It's kind of like a math problem, honestly. So, so, this isn't football. This isn't like you said the Vikings were going to cover. I don't have a clue what's going to happen in the game. But three and a half looks really low versus what I think it's going to be next week. That's definitely true. And every man, everyone seems to expect some great breakout Vikings performance. Imagine if they beat the Chiefs. The hell is this number going to be if they beat Kansas City? Three and a half? That's what it's going to be if they beat Kansas City? Really? <laughs> like what's up there's just no way. <laughs> and they're very likely by the mar- that market to play a competitive game, honestly. So just uh yeah, I think like if you like you want to bet look aheads for a few bucks, I think this one maybe it just stays. I think it's really unlikely to move against you and go to 3. I think it's more likely to move up and you can figure out what you want to do later and uh and that's you know look if you're betting early in the week or you're betting look aheads, like that's why you're doing it like you're not doing it because of like a football opinion really like you're because you don't know injuries yet you don't know what even happened in the vikings game on sunday like what what do you mean it's just you're you're trying to get ahead of what you think the market's going to be regardless of what you think is going to happen on the field so yeah like a uh, vikings at a number like this is appealing for that reason
1: if the vikings beat the chiefs is this going to open seven
0: six or six and a half i think if they beat kansas city
1: yeah it's just yeah if it if
0: it opens seven i i i would i would probably bet chicago it's like a a one possession game yes no question in that game then then i'm like okay maybe yeah all right but again like i let's let's see what happens but like think think about how we're talking about it we're not even talking about like is this going to open three like we're not even having that conversation. Cause like I couldn't create a situation. Like Kirk Cousins gets hurt. That's how it opens three. Like that's how it opens three. Or Jefferson gets well, hurt, maybe I, I guess.
1: I think, and tell me if you think I'm wrong here. I think the conversation that you and I would have would be less, is this three or three and a half? The question is more, is it five and a half or six?
0: Right. I could see it opening four and a half, just because like the five's meaningless. We're close. There's, like, some, you know, maybe you think you're going to get Chicago money because of, like, the way people bet Vikings games and the way Chicago looked on Thursday. Maybe that's possible. But, but again, that's also not what three and a half is, which is why the three and a half looks, like, way off market. But, again, like, just to read, I, I, I got, like, really mad in the last segment. Or not mad, just, like, energized, passionate in the, the last segment because... Like we, you know, there's the look aheads get open and there's like no money bet into them, and they're like some guys guess about the difference between the teams. They like don't matter. And then we all use them the next week to prove why what's a good bet and what's not. Like it is. It's just like fodder for conversation. It's just like this is kind of about what it is. Like, what do you think? And uh and just what I think is it's it's probably gonna end up being more than that.
1: You better better been here uh, with Nick and Ken here on a Phenomenal Football Friday. Um, I have my phone out because I'm getting a ton of alerts here, injury stuff. Um, and sure. I, I do want to just break in. We'll, we'll do the Falcons commanders in a second. Yeah. I just updated, and Ken, if you have your odds board open, I just refreshed mine. Yeah. The Lions are still laying 10 against Carolina. No, Amon Ra. The Lions injury report just came in. So Amon Ra is listed as doubtful, didn't practice all week. I think he's probably well, he's listed as doubtful. Gibbs is questionable. Jamison Williams is questionable, Josh Reynolds is questionable. Um so this is like bad news across the board here for this Lions offense. Now maybe all the guys that are questionable play, then it's like are are, are any of them going to be 100%? The number's still 10. Does this make you want to bet Carolina at all? Like, for our live, like, listeners and viewers right now, because this is all happening in real time. Like, is Carolina getting bet right now? I don't have a screen up here. Is anything happening off of this injury news for Detroit? Because this is, I think, this is, I think, a worse injury report, report than I think at least I was expecting today from the Lions.
0: Well, I agree with the last thing you said. It's definitely worse than, than I was expecting, too, uh, or than probably a lot of us were. But the board's still 10, and there's, like, one 9.5 on the board, but there's been a couple 9.5 numbers out there on this game for several days, so really not a lot of movement in the market right now and just for me like you the first question was like did you think about betting carolina um i mean i, I guess i could with the idea that like if all those players don't play again like are you betting because you think the number is going to change or are you betting because you think that's what's going to happen in the game or like why like yeah t- 10's not bad if you're just like i think it's not going to be 10. like i think it's going to be nine and a half then that's not bad um but like the reason i don't like carolina in the game is the is the opposite matchup like that's the problem it's just like bryce young in, in on this in in this stadium with this crowd noise against this defensive line like i can't click that button on almost any number with him based on what we've seen so far like we there's there's no data point there's no drive there's no individual throw where you're like i like him in this game to like play better than we all expect and i'm i'm willing to buy into almost any trash team or trash quarterback like in in the right situation i just like when you picture this game taking place yeah like lions could turn it over a a number of things can go wrong in a game for an underdog to cover or win outright but just like do i want to bet on it happening i'm like you any other team in the league any other quarterback in the league plus 10 I might click the button more often than just in this exact spot. Not that Bryce Young can't be good eventually, but like week five, Bryce Young on the road against this pass rush. Like, I just, I I could never get there.
1: Uh, Carolina, reports are that the Panthers are in the market for a number one receiver. In a related mm. story, D.J. Moore had 230 yards receiving and three touchdowns last night for the Chicago Bears. I gotta tell you, I actually think the Panthers, out of every team in the league, are in the worst situation as a franchise right now. They, they Bryce Young better be good, or they are cooked years. Uh, Falcons and the Commanders in Week 6, Ken. This game's going to be in Atlanta. I think it might be the Taylor Heineke Bowl. We'll see how Desmond Ritter plays on Sunday against Houston. Uh, pen, pencil, blood or blank thoughts here on the Falcons Commanders game in Week 6 following Washington's stunning blowout home loss to the Bears.
0: Yeah, I think the you know question in this game is going to be, you know, we, we need to see the Falcons play Houston to know even more than we need to see like other week four games where we would have look ahead lines because the falcons have like a legitimate chance of making a quarterback change either during this game against houston or following this game against houston if it looks particularly bad and that could end up shaping the market i don't i don't really know how it would like i I can't tell you for sure heineke and people would go bet atlanta but it kind of feels like heineke and people would go bet atlanta and I, i honestly wouldn't be surprised this is just more of a guess than anything less educated than probably the vikings analysis um if they're bad or uh i i guess if they got trucked maybe this wouldn't be true but like if they lose and ritter plays the whole game and he's bad and then they say heineke starting next week i wonder if this would just be atlanta three and there'd be like bullishness on atlanta with him starting in the game at home uh especially with what we just saw from washington anything except that i think you get atlanta less than three but Atlanta 3, like, might end up being the right number in the game, depending. It just, like, let you got to tell me what happens, and you got to tell me who's playing quarterback and all this stuff. But that's kind of, like, the zone, I think, that we're talking about for this game.
1: I, I have Atlanta 2.5 and, and 41 was uh, was, was the, the point per that I made in the total. And I guess my, my thought would be, and, and I reserve the right to change my mind, um, if it's going to be Heineke for the Falcons and the number's going to be 3, I, th- I think I would probably just, like, take the 3 with Washington. Just, like, I would just, like, take the number. Um, that do would, that's you think my it would go to contact. three?
0: Like if they said he's starting instead of Riddler, you think people would be so actually excited about that that you would get because go- you're probably gonna go from two and a half to three? Like on like that's that's we're probably gonna be two and a half at open when we don't know who's playing quarterback. Do you think that would get you to three, or do you think it would go down? Like I don't have to be um, right that people view it this way.
1: I th- I think if it's Heineke, I think it's like uh, Falcons two and a half, maybe like Juice two and a half. I don't think it's three. That's my guess.
0: If it was two and a half and Heineke was playing, I'd be really tempted. But that's and by the way you know what
1: it is? It's like a, it's a trade revenge situation game for right? Heineke. It's a yeah. the Heineke revenge game, that's true. Like you, well, what revenge for what? He started a million games for him. He has no he
0: It's a thank you
1: game. It's a thank you game. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> but like that's where like it depending, like I would be interested in Atlanta, maybe a two and a half and Washington a three. It's like oh it's it's almost like all this stuff operates on a knife edge. Hour one done, hour two for you. Coming up next, Sam Panijatovic kicks us off. College football, NFL bets for the weekend. We'll be on Stadium.